Just before we get started, do you have a business or maybe a staff event coming up, either virtually or in person? Well, why not drop the organiser a line and suggest me as one of the speakers? Go to pennyhaslam.co.uk to find out more. You're listening to the Penny Haslam podcast. This time, kickstart a conversation around that all-important self-belief and confidence. So at work, many people don't really want to talk about their confidence levels or how they feel about self-doubt and a lack of self-belief, but it's really important to get under the skin of that. So let's kickstart a conversation about confidence with your colleagues five things that you can get into. So tip number one, ask about it. Just ask about confidence. On a scale of one to 10, how confident would you say you're feeling right now? With one being rubbish, 10 being awesome. I'll bet people will begin to be honest with you about that. And maybe you could reveal your own scores right now. Or it might be that you make it specifically about something that's coming up or that's happening in your organisation. So how confident are you feeling about those changes that were announced yesterday? How confident do you feel about that presentation you've got to deliver next week? And what that does is it helps people explore how they are doing in the moment right now. And what it gives you is an indicator as to how people feel about different things at different times. And if you do enough of those sort of conversations, you can gather a, a kind of informal survey uh, results of where your team is at. So that's really useful and not difficult to do at all. And it gets people reflecting on where they are right now. And if you check in with them a little bit later, a few months later, or keep checking in with them, you may see that number change or improve the more conversations you have about it. I mean, yeah, it will reveal some issues, I'm sure. But those issues are better out than in, aren't they? They're better known about than people trying to cover them up. So, for example, speaking at meetings, if your team isn't really forthcoming, it might be that they don't want to look like idiots in the meeting. That's quite classically common. Um, so how confident do you feel about speaking in meetings? Oh, three to four, don't want to look like an idiot. Right, okay, now you know. It's better that you know this, isn't it? then you can do something about it. What you can measure, you can manage. Tip two, ask open-ended questions about confidence. Now, this is a great way to start a conversation. And just to explain that an open-ended question is something that you ask that doesn't prompt a yes-no answer. So um, a closed question would be, do you think the senior leadership team are confident right now? No, right? So it's not going to get you anywhere. But how do you think this team could become more confident in your opinion? That is a question that elicits and prompts a bit more further content for you to get your teeth into and develop that conversation. So asking open-ended questions, general, general things about confidence is a really good way to get into it for sure. Tip three, identify supporters. No, or help your team identify their supporters as individuals or as a team collectively. Now, this is an excellent group exercise and it gets away from direct questioning about confidence. And really, when you're lacking in confidence or you're not fully into self-belief, you don't really ask for help. I don't know if you've spotted that, but it's something that you maybe shy away from. So encouraging people 
to identify those around them who've got their back. Who's going to help you? Who's going to hinder you? And making a couple of lists along those lines. Now, that is great to do as a group exercise, thinking about your team. And then, you know, begin the conversation around what people have in, as individuals. Who are their best colleague friends? Who are the, the managers and leaders who have got their back, their sponsors and mentors, that sort of thing? So that when they are feeling underconfident in certain circumstances, they've got that go-to list of who's there for them. And that's really reassuring. You can share your own list and you can share your own ideas about how you built your little team, your informal team of, of supporters behind you uh, and what they mean to you. And this is just an, another opportunity to have that conversation about what can you do to support yourself and each other in building confidence. Tip number four, be a yeti. This is simply applying yet, the word yet, to when you hear closed final statements about whether you can or cannot do something. And quite often you'll notice colleagues who lack self-belief coming up with these statements and phrases like, I can't do that. We've never been able to achieve this. It doesn't work like this. And so we have a full stop at the end of those ideas, don't we? And they close down the conversation and make it quite difficult to move forward. Adding the word yet is a game changer. I can't do that yet. You could have a go. You can't do it yet. You could try. You can't do it yet. You could learn. You can't do it yet. We'll try together. And so yet helps open up the idea and make something possible. It can be a little frustrating to people who lack self-confidence um, in that you've actually spotted something that they keep repeating and you're encouraging them through. So they might need a little bit of extra support in that. But watch out for those phrases and help with the word yet. Tip number five, be open. Now, evidence shows that when managers and leaders declare their own vulnerabilities around feeling imposter syndrome, for example, or not being sure of themselves when they're doing presentations or pitches or undermining themselves, time when, times when they've done that and they've held themselves back. When you share that information with your colleagues, it can empower them to know that they're not alone. And that is hugely important. It also prompts questions, doesn't it, from your team and your colleagues, really? But you always come across as so confident. How does that work for you? And you can begin to share your own experiences, which is hugely, hugely valuable. So five ways to kickstart a conversation around that all-important self-belief and confidence. And you'll find your team moving towards achieving their goals more easily and more quickly. Thanks for listening. My third book is coming out in 2024. It's all about confidence at work and in life. And as you'd expect from me, there are lots of stories and ideas to help you build confidence, whether it's for yourself or for others. It might be colleagues, teammates, friends and family. Head to pennyhaslam.co.uk slash confidence dash book.